Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. What is going on, everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome back to the week of Movie Mondays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the week's movie news, entertainment news, and just generally having a bit of a chit chat about everything to do with film. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Mead. Sean, how's it going these days? Uh, it's going good, Connor. Um, this day in particular, yeah. I've been accidentally ghosting you since like 10 in the morning. <laughs> so I'd like to apologise for that straight up. I don't want to give away behind the scenes, but I texted him at 10 o'clock this morning yeah. and said, are you free to record this evening? Nothing. Not a response. Not I. I was having something to eat around half three, and I thought maybe he's dead. <laughs> maybe he's fallen into a well somewhere. And, and can't you know what's worse is I was mid like forkful, and I went, "Just maybe he died." And then I went, "Ash, look, we'll get to it after." Sure, sure. It's Monday. He knows we record on Monday. Wait till dessert. <laughs> I've got all of this flan on the way. Um, Sean is also still a bit sick. He's been under yes, the weather from the big sea. Um, no, no, you can't say the big C. That's a different thing. Oh, Connor. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the disease that everyone's had for the past two years, yeah. but he took it two years too late. I embarrassingly am one of yeah. the people that got COVID in June of 2022. I mean, it so. seemed ridiculous. That, but look, we just got to go with it. But um, yeah. So, Sean, you're coming in. You're a bit sick. So yeah. I said I would start off Movie Mondays this week with something that you're going to like. See... <laughs> 
You've ruined me because that sentence doesn't mean anything anymore. <laughs> There's been so many rugs pulled. <laughs> I'm, I, yeah, I've, I've gotten to the bottom of the stack of rugs. And at this point, you're just throwing concrete tiles at my face anytime you announce the news. <laughs> so, I mean, we are starting Movie Mondays this week with a confirmation that your favourite sequel is happening. And that is Joker 2. It's been oh. confirmed. The director has revealed the working title and Yaquil Phoenix is set to return. So big Toddy Phillips yeah. has announced. It's Joker 2 Electric Boogaloo. Is that correct? <laughs> is that what they're calling it? <laughs> um, it's folly is, adieu or something like that. Yeah, it's folly, but it's electric boogaloo. I is that your sequel go to? Mine is always back in the habit. Back in the habit's way funnier, but electric boogaloo is always the one that I go for for some reason. I love the fact that they said sister act, and then it's like, what are we? What are we doing here? <laughs> what well, we're back in the habit of singing. <laughs> oh, that's good. I, I wager that they made Sister Act one entirely so. That they could make Sister Act 2 back <laughs> they'd in come up the habit. They'd come up with the name first and worked yeah. backwards. It's uh, That's my cons- Hollywood conspiracy theory. That's as bad as it gets. <laughs> Surely you just... I mean, even if it's called Sister Act 2, it's then Act 2. What? Get like a into movie the habit. Form. Oh, Act 2. That's good. Yeah. That's very good. I Connor. mean, this is nothing to do with the Joker 2 news. Um, I feel like we've got it at tangent very early on. But Sean, What about Spy Kids 2 Island of Lost Dreams? I don't know if you can use that everywhere. No, it's, it's not a universal <laughs> it's appeal. Not a univer- no. <laughs> Back in the habit, I feel, is more universal. Like, you can't just say, like, Judgment Day 2, Island of Lost Dreams. What's Judgment? Are you talking about Terminator 2, Judgment Day? No, no, I just made up a movie. <laughs> Judgment Day 2. <laughs> I've already come up with a sequel for the next terrible movie. Well, Roland Emmerich is on the phone. <laughs> Get him on there. Actually, he would fucking do Judgment Day. Oh, he would. Sorry. <laughs> um, so look, yeah, Yakin Phoenix set to return. Joker 2, he, it's coming out, Sean. Arthur Fleck. I mean, he was down in his luck in the first one. He got up, he got up to some devilment, got up to yeah. some shenanigans. And by the end of it, we got to see Bruce Wayne's parents die again. So that was pretty funny. And um, I, I sat upright in the theatre. And yeah. I said to my girlfriend who was beside me, Connor's going to love that they did the pearls falling. Uh, <laughs> now, the thing is, we talked about, we did a review of Joker when it came out. Yes. I thought it was a good movie. I thought it was entertaining and, and fun. You didn't like the fact that it existed, I believe. I d- yeah, I don't know if that was a good critique. As a, as a movie critic, I feel it's weird <laughs> to come in from, I don't want this movie to exist. But that was my stance. <laughs> That's where you stood at the time and presumably still do. Yes. I think we were both in agreement with the fact that do not make a sequel mm. to this movie. Mm. Because you, we've had, you can do the anti-hero thing where we feel bad and watch his fall into madness and crime. You can do that and get away with it once, I feel. But the second time, you can't engender the same kind of sympathy for that character. Also, if I remember correctly, your big selling point for the movie was it's a one and done, Con. Yeah. It's a one and done. Let's just have a weird fucking little movie that doesn't connect to anything. And like, it just exists. And I was like, okay, fair enough. But it's still, it shouldn't exist. But okay, Number two and three completely ruined that theory. Then it's just yeah. then it's just a series of movies you're doing as a franchise. It's not like a weird alternate universe. Um, the movie yeah, also, uh, sorry, go on. I was going to say like, and it's all very well saying like, oh, can we not just make 
a good movie and make it for the art of it. Like it is a business and it is money at the end of the day. And Joker was phenomenally successful for the, for the amount of money it cost to make. So obviously they're going to want more of those. But from a strictly let's watch a good movie perspective, I hate that this is a thing. <laughs> but it's also the first one had the hype. It had the yeah. thing of, this is the darkest movie of all time. They don't show this to anyone. You're going to turn into an absolute lunatic if you watch this. And then everyone had to go see it. So yeah. how are they going to do that again for a sequel when everyone's like, well, the first one didn't turn us all into bastards because we were already bastards. That's the thing. We, the we, bastards we, were within us. We already <laughs> lived in the society, guys. Uh, uh, we live in the worst timeline now. <laughs> yeah, the world is way more awful. Like, having a, a weird clown man in it, that's par for the course at this point. I, I'm, like, looking at the clown man like, dude, the forest is on fire, man. <laughs> oh, no. Like, oh, I could throw all kind of statistics to bring down the tone of this light entertainment podcast. <laughs> but <laughs> instead... We're two minutes to midnight or whatever shit on the apocalypse um, cock. Oh, there's so many guns available everywhere. But <laughs> my main thing, right, is just that... <laughs> this is the Joker, Todd. I know, I know, and we're just despairing. But it's, 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 it's because, right, like, seeing just the same movie again won't have the same impact. Seeing a different movie really risks losing what mm. made the first one successful. But also, I feel like Joker now has just been taken by the internet. It's been Morbius a little bit into the fact mm. that ah, uh, we laugh at Joker a bit, don't we? Because it's it's a bit it's a bit silly at the end of the day, and so I feel like they're going to make the second one full serious. Todd Phillips is going to go lean even more into the we live in a society stuff, and then the internet is just going to have a field day with it and rip it apart. <laughs> And also, the movie is titled Folly Ado, uh, yeah. which translates to Madness for Two, roughly. Yeah. So, can I throw something at you? Two theories. One, I mean, one. the obvious one is Harley, which, yeah. I mean, I definitely don't think they'll do that because, I mean, Margot Robbie has that locked in and they don't want to bring her in. That's a whole host of other problems. Well, Jared um, Leto had the Joker but, locked in and they were quite comfortable bringing in Bucky. That's true. But Jared was already taking a morbid time. He was already moving on. That's um, true. But, uh, number two is they could do maybe a copycat Joker. Maybe somebody comes along and is like, I want to copy the first one. And then our Joker has to face off against the copycat and be like, no, not that way. That's not how you live in a society and get in a fridge. This is how you live in a society and get in a fridge. But, but like... Where, what, like, you raise a good point. It's like, what are the stakes in this movie? Like, is it that Joker is the leader of crime in Gotham? Or is it, because it, the first movie was super ambiguous in the end. One minute he was standing smiling like a lunatic on a police car. The next he was running through the halls of Arkham, uh, smoking mm. a cigarette, which you could do in like the 70s. Uh, it's just, like, I don't know, I don't know where that character is or where he exists now. <laughs> Um, and also, is the movie real? He kind of woke up, or did he? Was it all real? Nobody knows. That was where the coolness of the one movie came from, Sean. What about um, all the shit with the fact that Thomas Wayne is his dad, apparently? Well, was any of that going to be uh, addressed or retconned? Or 
<laughs> but Yaki Vink is so good at acting. Oh, he's great at acting. No doubt about that. But it, it yeah, look, but I'm the, not going to hold that against the man. He's an excellent actor. He but, is. I but mean, I don't. I don't I just, know if he's an excellent actor in this movie. I don't know if that character needs any more story. <laughs> I think we're done. Um, especially because the Batman recently came out. And I don't know if you noticed, but the Batman was pretty good. Um, and didn't even have... Oh, they did have the Joker. Oh, fuck, I forgot. I For a little bit. Out. Only a little oh. bit of Joker, oh. Connor. You can forget him. You too don't much. have to watch him. Too much. It was It was almost too much, that 60 seconds. Um, also, did you hear the news that um, Todd Phillips, Warner Brothers reportedly wanted Todd Phillips to work on new DC mo- films? Uh, as in, like, they wanted him to kind of lead the charge oh. for the next few movies. Which... What are the next few movies in the DC slate after Flash? Then um, I I did all the, it's very vague, but um, so they, what they wanted was <laughs> Warner Brothers reportedly wanted Todd Phillips yep. to be their Kevin Feige. <laughs> I look great day for Todd. I will say because <laughs> Todd get that paycheck <laughs> for a man who's done Hangover movies and The Joker. I mean that's a pretty good return. <laughs> But, like, would it not muddy the waters a bit to have the guy doing the universe that's separate from everything else to have him then come over and helm the connected universe that isn't connected to his existing mm. property based on a character in the same universe? You're making a lot of good points, but at the same time, um, the last movie he did did got money, and mm. Warner Brothers, they, don't, they normally just think what happened last week or what happened recently. Okay, what what happened? Okay, you're the new lead guy. So yeah. next person that hit gets a hit, you're the new lead guy. I think Matt Reeves needs to wait. He's going to get a call that he's going to be the next leader of Warner Brothers. I assume he's gotten that call already, though. And he's like, I just want to do my fucking <laughs> yeah. movies and then go about my life, please. <laughs> he's too nice. He's too nice to say no outright. Whereas Todd Phillips is like, yeah, I can do that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Give it to your old pal Todd here. I'll look after that for you. <laughs> well, I'll just, I'll just copy two movies that came out in the 70s. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, so like, I look, I will definitely watch this when it comes out. Uh, I, I want would. to hear no more news about this, though. I don't give a shit about the production of this. Anything that goes okay. on with it. Just give me one trailer in a year and a half. And then I'll watch it next summer and that'll be fine. I'm, I'm going to come down hard on the fact that I'm not watching this movie. Um, okay, so... We have to talk about it for this. <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> I want you to explain what happens to me and then me to react. Okay, okay. Imagine uh, a, a, an episode of Batman the Animated Series that's great with the Joker oh. in it. It's like that, yeah. but so much worse <laughs> and you're not going to like it. <laughs> oh, interesting. Uh, are, are you, you sold? A picture for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm moving on, Sean, to a ne- our next piece of news, and this is a rumor. It's oh. it's a rumor. It's hearsay, but it's something that might be good news that I think you might like. Mm. Um, so mm. I'm trying. To, I'm like getting your hopes up, but not too much because a report has come out that Obi Wan Kenobi season two may reportedly be in development now i want Ooh. to preface this by saying obviously rumor is the key word here we are probably not too sure but it might be bollocks if we're all honest with ourselves yes. But sean how does it feel 
I mean, look, for, for what I've seen of Kenobi, I'm caught up and four episodes in with everyone else. It's a pretty good series. I'm having fun with it. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know, is there enough? I, I don't know, is there enough for a season one? Uh, so I don't know if there's enough for a season two in terms of things that Kenobi can get up to in that window of time that don't have massive retcon issues for all of the <laughs> yeah. other movies that Obi-Wan Kenobi appears in and the Clone Wars and everything else. <laughs> that is the issue that you run into because you have this sweet little middle ground, like a few weeks. He's got a yeah. few little weeks that they're trying to fit in a lot of shit and that's fair enough. Um, but then again, you've got you McGregor and you've got Obi-Wan and it's a big fucking hit. And yeah. I mean, like the Joker, doesn't make any sense, but I can see season two happening. Financially, it just makes sense. It does, and if like if it has the fan kind of support behind it, absolutely. Why wouldn't they go for that? But like, I I just feel you're at risk of I don't know watering it down, maybe because for years and years and years we really didn't know what like Obi Wan got up to in those twenty years between movies, and we built it up in our heads. We like, oh, it's this cool thing. He was living on a desert planet. He was a little hermit kind of a dude, um, and he just got one with the Force. And then what the series did is that they skipped 10 of those years and essentially just said, okay, he did nothing of note for those 10 years. So now we have a 10-year window where Obi-Wan can do things. Yeah. And in his, and the adventure he's going on in Kenobi season, season one, we'll call it, is his first adventure in 10 years. And then yes. presumably going away with Luke is the next big adventure that he ever goes on in his life. So I just work like if you if he just has epic grand scale adventures for the next 10 years, doesn't it make the whole old hermit thing at the start of a new hope? Doesn't it lessen that just slightly? <laughs> like he's proper saving the galaxy every season, like one time after, and he yeah. gets to a new hope and he's like, I haven't seen a fight in nigh on 20 years. Yeah, so and he's doing like He's doing Ewan McGregor level lightsaber combat. And then there's like two weeks later, he becomes Alec Guinness. And it's just two lads swinging broomsticks at each other. I have solved it. Let him do 10 seasons proper saving the universe. He's fighting Darth Maul. He's fighting Darth (laughs) Vader on a weekly basis, right? I'm talking every fucking week these lads are. And like the most grand scale lightsaber battles, flips, all sorts of shit. Okay. Wolverine, or the Wolverine origins him, and what we do is two weeks before, or two weeks before Luke turned sixteen, oh. shot in the head with a bullet, amnesia bullet. Fuck, cannot remember. <laughs> oh, it won't kill him, but it'll remove all of his memories. Okay, but only up until the the end of episode three. <laughs> yeah, and that would explain why. He doesn't remember anything and why but what but other characters surely remember him. One character in no, particular I'm talking mass bullets. I'm talking I'm I'm talking Darth Vader's getting a bullet as well. The two of them simultaneously No, they're in a fight mm-hmm. and they bump heads and it's just Oh, Darth Vader's got and, that and metal they, helmet on, so that and they've, and they've got the, now they both now they both have amnesia. Okay. So so uh, your plan is to give <laughs> 
two characters with the most intertwined backstory of all time. Simultaneous amnesia. <laughs> George, George, hear me out. George, give me, give me my writing credits, please. I'm just looking for season seven of Obi-Wan Kenobi. This is how we fit it in, Sean. This is how we work around it. Um, <coughs> no, sorry, I, I, I thought I had a point, but my COVID cut me off. There's no more to say on no, the subject. See, clearly. Um, also, I was talking to a Star Wars fan this week, and oh. he was like, oh, do you like Obi-Wan? Because, by the way, just to let everyone know, we're doing our full Obi-Wan review when all six episodes are out, and then we're going to just do a six-episode review of it. Um, yeah, we're going to treat it basically like a movie. Uh, like yeah. in terms of and, how we talk and barrel about. true but I, I was talking to him and um, he was like what do you think of it I was like oh I think it's really good like episode 3 and 4 really strong and he was like yeah some of the dialogue I didn't really like and I was kind of looking at him going I mean it's Star Wars yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> what were you expecting <laughs> uh, yeah I think if you buy into the fact that it's a Star Wars property you can forgive the dialogue and just explore the I mean, cool things I mean, it's it's ten times better than sand, and not from my perspective, not the Emperor Evil. Like, just it's pretty I, decent. Yeah, can I will say, and it's not a spoiler because we know Darth Vader is in this series because it was revealed in trailers and it's talked about and everything like that. Um, I don't think Darth Vader is an intimidating presence or villain anymore. <sighs> big, big, I, big. I'll touch on it more in the review. But he just kind of seems like a character that pops up and does nothing ever. <laughs> ah, no, but, but he's pretty, I think he's pretty intimidating in, in episode three. That's in, Reve- oh, it's episode three of Kenobi. The se- this is Sorry, episode, oh, Jesus, confusing. <laughs> episode three of Obi-Wan. <laughs> right. Okay. He's intimidated in episode three when he kills those younglings. (laughs) What are we going to do? (laughs) The kid who, what the youngling that he talks, that he talks to, that makes me laugh every time. Uh, they, that kid did an interview recently. He's like fucking 20 now or whatever. Um, but apparently when they were shooting that scene and Hayden Christensen lights up the lightsaber, Hayden Christensen just shouted boo at him. And that's why the kid jumps back. I thought you were going to say he did like a proper he got into character just started kicking me <laughs> he was really into character just started advancing like General Grievous just spinning lightsabers at me <laughs> and he had like proper metal ones he was fucking swinging them there were they were swords um, he had katanas on so set so I mean look I, I think I think an Obi-Wan season 2 would be um, it's one of those where very cool probably doesn't make a lot of sense but I mean, this is Star Wars, so let's probably all bank on the fact that it's definitely happening if this Obi-Wan gets enough uh, fanfare. Uh, probably, yeah. Sense. Yeah, just after Ryan um, Johnson's trilogy. Just after that comes out and is the greatest trilogy of them all. Um, so, Sean, we're moving on to our next piece of news. And how I've structured this show is I've done back-to-back stories to cheer you up because I, I knew you had COVID. And right. so... I just, I wanted to have a nice week where you could just be in a good mood. See, now I'm nervous because it's been two kind of decent stories thus far. Yeah. 
So it's you're really yeah, gonna man. you're gonna have a nice story, or it's gonna pull the rug again, Connor. And I'm not up. No, for I, I genuinely, I'm being genuine here, Sean. There's no rugs because <laughs> read the, read the Nicholas Cage's National Treasure Tree oh? is still in the works. Producer Fuck, no. says, <laughs> no, it's not. I thought it was dead in the water. We all thought it was dead in the water, Connor. <laughs> Me and the boys on the National <laughs> Treasure forums, we all thought it was dead in the water. <laughs> For anyone who's just tuning into the show, maybe this is your first episode. Sean is the only fan under the Nicolas Cage of the National Treasure movies. Um, yeah. One and two being the worst movies you'd see in a while. They're um, excellent fun adventure romps, I'll have you know. You learn a lot about history and, and puzzles in them. And so Sean is mad about these movies. I don't know why. We None of us know why. But look, that's what that's the way it is. So every time I see a new story about National Treasure, I literally skip stories about much more interesting properties. <laughs> because I think Sean might laugh or get excited or sad. Sometimes it's funny when it's like National Treasure 3 off the map. <laughs> no longer happening. Oh, we've, oh we, we've dealt with that story a number of times over the years. But National Treasure Book of Secrets may have been the last one, Sean, but National Treasure 3 is apparently still in the works, says one of the producers of the film. Um, I mean, what's uh, Nicolas Cage's character called in this? Uh, Benjamin Benjamin Gates. Benjamin Franklin Gates, I believe is the full name. Ben Gates. (laughs) During an AMA on Reddit via Top Gun, Brookheimer... Uh, who is involved in it? This is Jerry, Jerry Bruckheimer. Bruckheimer. Jerry Brooks himself. Jerry Bruckheimer. Jerry Brooks did an AMA on Reddit. Um, and he produced Bo Philip Sean. So he's on an AMA for Top Gun. And yeah. a fan asks, it meant to be a question about Top Gun Maverick, I assume. Um, he asks uh, his thoughts on working with Nicolas Cage. Um, and he's he said, would you work with him again? And he said, absolutely. I love Nicholas. He's a brilliant actor. And we are currently working on a script for National Treasure Tree. So... So, Jerry just dropped that information. Like, he wasn't asked specifically about National Treasure Tree, anything like that. No. He also, he's fairly confident in this script then, if he's just chatting so, about uh, it So, what I'm telling you is Jerry Bruckheimer has come out and told you, Sean, National Treasure Tree is happening. Um, and not only is it happening, it's guaranteed to make a billion dollars. That's what he said. And I'm not putting words in the man's mouth, but that's what he said. I mean, if I have to do it myself, I will. Like the Because they're getting a Disney <laughs> Plus series as well. And Riley is coming back for that. Uh, just, oh, just maybe, maybe that'll... Maybe the- Maybe the waters are too full then at that stage, though. No, 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 no. I think we have a good National Treasure shared entertainment universe on our hands here. Because, uh, like, Riley could be like, "Hey, I, 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 we need, we need, we need, we need more help to solve the puzzles." And he, uh, Riley, be like, "I know a guy." And then he goes to Nicholas Cage's house, and he's like, "Hey, it's Nicholas Cage. Are you with Diane Kruger at this point?" And they're not. They're broken up again. And then the kids. <laughs> Have to trick Nicolas Cage and Diane Kruger into getting back together. All while Riley. Are you thinking of the movie Parent Trap? I think of the movie The Parent Trap, I think. But wouldn't that be cool if there was like treasure involved? (laughs) (laughs) Bring back Lindsay. Get Lindsay back. Lindsay could be in it. Lindsay, she'd definitely be. She could be in it twice if she wants. Three times. This have for me triplets. Oh, Um, Parent Trip. Look, (laughs) Parent Triplet. 
<laughs> so, I mean, Sean, National Treasure Tree, I mean, this story is only here specifically for one person. To be honest with you, it's not for me, it's not for the listeners. Just mostly for you to let you know National Treasure Tree is happening. And it's come from Jerry Bruckheimer himself. So, I mean, also, I really hope it's just in purgatory and never gets seen. But at the same time, for you, I hope it gets made. I mean, look, even if this has a New Mutant-style delay and release schedule... I'll take it, man. I just need to know what's on that fucking page in that fucking book that they tease at the end of the movie. <laughs> I said it before. I legitimately think about it about three times a month. <laughs> the fact you need to tell a therapist. <laughs> Seriously. I probably do. Probably need it for many reasons. <laughs> I love the idea of you in therapy and they're like looking for actual problems and you're like, look. Three times a month, I really think about really deep things. That probably means something, though, is the thing. (laughs) (laughs) It's probably like, oh, you hyper-focus on on things for no reason. That's probably something. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Oh, That's me speaking, not Um, the therapist, by the way. The therapist is presumably a doctor. (laughs) (laughs) I presume they're qualified. (laughs) You would hope. Um, so we're moving on, Sean, to our next piece of news. And this is something that I was, I didn't choose specifically for you. This is more right up our alley because the MCU has a new movie happening. Um, oh. And they say that it will be Marvel's Suicide Squad because finally Thunder- we have confirmation that the Thunderbolts movie is happening. Excellent. Excellent. I mean... Mm. We kind of ex- they kind of have been setting it up for a while with some of the characters they've been bringing in, uh, and we 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 had like in reviews and stuff we had floated the idea of Thunderbolts. Well, Marvel have now officially announced it. Is that it? Uh, so they've announced that uh, Thunderbolts will be happening, and they've already had a uh, Jake Schreier, I think is how you pronounce his name, uh, set to direct the movie. So okay. director set, movies were good to go. What has Jake Schreier done before? Um, not a lot of maybe I don't want to I don't want to shit on the man's career like I don't want to be in a mean way no, but no, no. personally Break I haven't seen I <laughs> I don't want to be mean like sometimes we just haven't we can't see everything so I'm sh- I'm assuming he's quite good at what he does if they've brought him in um, but I also don't want to lie and be like oh yeah did you see that weird Netflix movie he did that was excellent um, he's done a, he's done a few things um, but that could be a little bit more Marvel that they are going to pick someone that maybe not a lot of people know and maybe bring them up. But what could also happen here is they bring them in and Marvel's such a massive conglomerate that they just do what... or he just does what they say, really, because he doesn't have the sway that maybe a bigger director would. That is that is true. Um, and looking at his uh, Wikipedia here, he's done Paper Towns in 2015, he did Chance the Rapper's Magnificent Colouring World in 2021. He's done a bunch of music videos, um, which is always quite cool in terms of like getting a director who's done like really stylized smaller projects in the past and then giving they, them a film like Thunderbolts. The guys who did Everything Everywhere All at Once, which is the most impressive movie I think I've ever seen, yeah. um, they, um, they mostly directed music videos. Uh, they did a lot of music videos before they did that film. Yeah. So, I mean, if they can do that, why can't he do cool shit? <laughs> it's the same thing. Yeah, and, like, Thunderbolts, like, you, you you said it up top, like, they're basically Marvel Suicide Squad. They're villains and anti-heroes 
who team up as kind of a, a, a black ops force for the US government, basically. Um, usually, so led through some of yeah. the members. Go, Go on. ahead. Oh, I, oh no! Gonna, I, uh, oh, oh, oh. Uh, the <laughs> I was going to say usually led by um, Thunderbolt Ross, who is Red Hulk generally. Oh yeah, but Thunderbolt Ross. You also have Jeremy Renner's Hawkeye. He's primarily normally in the Thunderbolts in the comic books. Baron Zemo's there. You've got Florence Pugh's uh, Yelena Belova. She's now obviously now the new Black Widow, so she's te- kind of in the two Thunderbolts. Um, they've also had Ghost, Punisher, Elektra, Ghost Rider, Luke Cage. Um, they've also had a Taskmaster on it, which interested me. Oh, ho, ho, ho. I love Taskmaster. Um, mm-hmm. They are okay in that Black Widow movie. Uh <laughs> <laughs> What do you think of that lineup? Who do, who do you think they're picking? Who do you think who do you think they're choosing? I mean, Florence Pugh surely is the lock-in unless they're doing Young Avengers. Yeah, I would say I think Florence Pugh might have aged out of Young Avengers like already. So I think we'd get uh, Florence Pugh, maybe Jeremy Renner. Um, I think you'd probably get John Walker, U.S. agent. Um, probably Baron Zemo. Baron Zemo probably get him in as well. Uh, Abomination, you might get in. Get Tim Roth back. Uh, Mm. and who else could you get because they they have Punisher and Luke Cage I don't think they're going to do Ghost Rider I think they're keeping him for Midnight Suns yeah um, it could be cool so, to bring in Luke Cage and um, and Punisher through Thunderbolts being like here's two guys we have on the roster and then they don't get like origin movies or series themselves and yeah, just bring I, the same I could see that back. happen I it kind of goes along with the... I mean, we had to fight so much for Daredevil. I I don't know if they're just going to bring the two lads in. I mean, that's true. That is... That is they, yeah, they might not be so keen on doing that. Um, also, the, the actor, William Hurt, who plays Thunderbolt Ross, did pass away this year. Mm. So I don't know, would we, would we get a Red Hulk or anything like that in this? I, what I would assume is happening, they'll set up the team in like his memory. So he will pass away in the MCU, and then they mm. will set up the Thunderbolts as a yeah, team. That does make a lot of sense. Um, I, I don't. Do you think this could be their next Suicide Squad, or do you just think this could be like a weird team up? It really depends who's directed it, or not even who's directed, but how it's written. What's the vibe or goal with here? Yeah, like it's it's it is weird because if you're gonna do the Thunderbolts, I'd like it not just to be Avengers with different characters, like. It would be cool if the Thunderbolts was like a more, not that violence is everything, but a more violent, a more um, kind of shocking look at superpowers in a world and not the kind of like sanitized Avengers quippy colorful movies that we that we usually get. Not that anything is wrong with I, either, but mm. I'm not asking for yeah, dark you can and have gritty. A mix. Yeah, yeah, just different stories being told, not just different characters who slot into the same script. And I think, I mean, Florence Pugh and Baron Zemo, even Daniel Brühl, who plays Baron Zemo, <coughs> I think the two of them, like, their charisma alone, they will bring people in. I don't I don't know if Jeremy Renner is going to come back. I think it, maybe, maybe not. I feel like Hawkeye was his, like, last hurrah. I just think he's, like, half in, half out. He might come back for a day of shooting, if we're honest with ourselves. But I don't yeah. know if he's doing the full six-month shoot. No, no, I, I would say he probably doesn't want to. Um, well, I don't know the man. He might, he might love the character of Hawkeye. It might be his favorite thing he's Maybe ever he's, done. He's busy setting up another app, the Jeremy he's, Renner app. Jeremy Renner <laughs> Volume Two. Uh, 
electric boogaloo. Um, but what if what if they brought in Deadpool? See, no. Uh, I get where your head's at, and I like where your head's at. But I'd, oh, if, De- if Deadpool's in, I just want an X Force movie and just like have him with fucking weird, odd mutants and just have him pissing around. You you have the moment like in the no Wolverine Origins, very Wolverine Origin heavy move er, episode today. But um, it's not, I haven't seen it recently. I just remember these scenes. But it's like you'd be the perfect soldier, Wade, if you didn't have that mouth, right? And then we yeah. take Ryan Reynolds and we just saw his mouth shut. Yeah, just CGI his mouth, and then Wanda's like, "What mouth?" And then he loses his mouth again. Uh, and it's this whole thing <laughs> and he's just like starts shrugging he's like ah oh, for fuck's sake <laughs> like, I was already done here. actually that'd be a move if like Deadpool showed up with his mouth sewn shut and then he just cuts his mouth open so he can speak that would be a cool little jokey oh. bit I think I think that, that would be oh a little jokey bit a little oh, jokey bit and, in a Marvel movie who would have thought would do that Ryan's Ryan jokey he'll do it I'm not sure I like Ryan Reynolds I think he's too Ah, I'd, come on! I'd, I think he's too—he's too concocted, you know. He's too fucking—he's—he's <sighs> he's always a on big the bit. Statement to say. I know. Here's the thing. I think he. I think he's. I, I, well, do I? Uh, okay. You're being brave. Come on, be brave. Go through with it. <laughs> I just think, right? I think he's always on the bit, and there's never a moment where he's a real human. Okay. <laughs> And as someone who's always on the bit himself, I fully yeah. appreciate that and I like the commitment. But just yeah. give me give me one moment of just being like, ah, oh, guys, sometimes I just get really tired of being Deadpool. Because you must. <laughs> that must be exhausting as a human. I, I think what you want, you want super handsome, super funny Ryan Reynolds, very charismatic. Mm-hmm. What you want is just um, maybe a podcast, maybe a 40-minute chat where he's just like, dude... I'm having a tough time. It's been, it's yeah. been a tough year. Um, something happened. <laughs> I, I, not that I want the man to be in pain or like to give him depression. I think or what something. we're all hearing here, just everyone who's listening in and myself, we're just hearing you want Ryan Reynolds to be sad. I know. I just think it can't just be me that think that no one's that happy all the time. Me, that, I'm really. This is a one-sided form of therapy, really, isn't it? <laughs> You don't trust it. <laughs> I don't trust happiness what's up with for some reason. Hiding some. Yeah, yeah. He's perfectly content in his life. What's going wrong there? No, to be fair, I, I, I kind of feel that with a lot of. So I'm going to come in and throw you a, maybe a fucking life raft here All because right, I well. sometimes feel like that with a lot of celebrities. They're always doing the interviews. Always doing the press tours. You have to be positive. You have to be constantly just nice. Yeah. All the time, because otherwise then you get called a dickhead. Whereas any of us, anybody listening to this, we if we had to sit in a room for like nine hours and just one by one every five minutes a new person came in with the like, hi, what's going on? I'm here for a scoop. Yeah, let's sit down. What's your workout regimen? <laughs> I think after seven hours we'd be like, oh, fuck off. Like, I, leave me alone. Yeah, you'd like definitely the last interview of that day. There's no way. You're enthused about anything, I would say. No, and I think that's just because. So I can understand where you're coming from, but also he seems like a nice man. And you should back the fuck up, right? Back Sorry. the fuck up. Just because I, I, I look, I'm not, I'm not threatening to fight the man or anything like that. <laughs> Nobody just, said that. You're no, the only one who brought that up. <laughs> no, I don't. I look, I haven't booked a fight night, and I'm not selling tickets to it. So don't Have ask. Have you seen him? 
He will beat you to death. Are you of COVID? Yeah. Yeah, I've got the upper... I've got chemical warfare on my hands. <laughs> what are you going to do, Ryan? What are you going to do now? Let's see you be Deadpool with a bit of a cough and a fever. <laughs> oh, no. Um, so we're going to move on to our next piece of news from you slagging Ryan Reynolds. What, how, why would you say something so controversial yet so brave? Um, I'm, I'm on so much codeine right now, so- it's not even funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's your get out. Um, I just want to bring up this small piece of story that I feel like we would be remiss if we did not talk about it. We touched on it a little bit last week. um, That is Morbius. In our time away, we missed last Monday. um, As, of course, you were a bit ill. You were a bit under the weather. And so... I I wasn't ill yet on Monday, I will say. Oh, Uh, no, you weren't. No, you were still away at that point. (laughs) You just weren't here. But we uh, could not record. So within that time frame from our last movie Mondays, Morbius has been morbid again. Um, He's morbid all over town, boys. (laughs) And (laughs) if anyone doesn't know, Jared Leto, our least favourite actor in the whole world, apparently other than Ryan Reynolds, um, Jared's a very bad person. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Jared I outright don't like. Ryan Reynolds I just don't trust. Yeah. Okay, um, Morbius has flopped again at the box office, <laughs> even after a torrent of memes decided that they would have lots of fans that would come back out. Um, the overwhelmingly nev- negative reviews apparently stuck around, because when it was released again, it made only $85,000 worldwide, and um, yeah, it's, it's not great. It's the best thing that the internet has collectively ever done is trick Sony into thinking that people would watch Morbius. And some of the things, like, I saw a tweet and it was just like, oh no, all of the people who wanted to see Morbius were moving that day. And all of the people who didn't want to see Morbius were helping people move that day. So just release it again and we'll go see it. (laughs) Can we get them to release it a third time? I mean, surely not. Surely they know by now that it's it's all a bit. But like, so how does know Jared Leto, known bastard, um, just a known, not a nice, not a nice man. Um, just on set sending people used condoms and dead pigs and all sorts of random shit, um, and just being a general nuisance in the workplace. That I feel like if any of us did, we'd be fired. But in a um, but but Jared. I just feel like this is funnier because it's Jared. Um, if it was anybody else, you'd be like, okay, that's fair enough. But it's because it's Leto that he needs this to come out again and then bomb again. And do you think he knows he's the joke or do you think he does not care? Um, so one of our patrons, Roshin, sent us on a tweet that was showing him uh, writing out like a joke, uh, Morbius 2, it's Morbid time. Um, is that was that not the announcement of Morbius too? Because I saw this on TikTok. Uh, no, I think it, he's just taking the piss. Right. Okay, that's interesting mm. then. Uh, so I and so at that point, I mean, it raises the question: if he's in on the joke, I think the joke becomes immediately less funny if Jared is having a laugh at it. <laughs> yeah. No, he's not allowed to enjoy this. He has to reconcile <laughs> with the fact that he's in the worst movie ever made. But it's also like I we we talked about that. It's definitely going to win the audience vote for 
best Oscar movie uh, next year, right? Oh, I mean, it's a locket. It has it, to win. It has to be. Like, unless, fuck it, I don't, like, I don't know what could dethrone it at this point as the internet's dumbest favourite movie. So, is it better if we make it so that Jared Leto has to go on stage and has to accept an Academy Award for Morbius? Is that better for us or for Jared? No, I don't want Jared to win anything. See, that's the problem. I want him to come second, even in the fan of vote. Oh, that would be interesting, mm. actually, if they mm. voted for, like, the, like, if, they, if the internet actually was like, hang on, pro gamer move here. We're going to vote for the movie we liked the most. <laughs> like, the Batman wins it. Yeah. <laughs> Jared is second. <laughs> um, just to put it into context, they re-released the whole movie because what happened was Morbius came out and it didn't make a lot of money because everyone's like, that movie's shit. Um, yeah. Even though Jared takes himself very seriously. And so then what happened was Sony were like, oh man, people loved Morbius. And then the gag became, Morbius is the greatest movie of all time. And so people were just tweeting nonstop about their love for Morbius and how it was misunderstood and how it was actually the best movie ever secretly if people just gave it a chance. And so it got out of hand, as you could understand on the internet um, and Sony watched this all happen and eventually were like yeah this is not actually just taking the piss people want to see Morbius again it is a secretly amazing film let's re-release it they'll pay good money to see Morbius just again if we put it out so they released it on 1037 screens uh, for the weekend and I, I actually misspoke. So it made 87000 on one day. Right. Um, so over the weekend that it got re-released, it made three hundred grand. Okay? Wow. Pretty good. Pretty uh, good Top Gun Maverick uh, took in $86 million in the same time frame. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. But Morbius, Morbius made some money, right? That's pretty good. 300000 how much did it cost to release it in all those screens? <laughs> How much would it cost to release it over a thousand screens? Has to be a hundred grand. Easy. It, it's it's cert- I, like I would say it's it's above three hundred grand. I think they lost so much money on this. <laughs> like definitely. <laughs> I just think it's just the best. Um, so Morbius, I just want to put out it out right now. I feel like they should release it again. I think this time, Electric Boogaloo, back in the habit, it's Mormon time, this time it's personal. Everything, throw it all in, we'll definitely see it. Yeah, and then the Morbius sweep can continue indefinitely. Put it out, here's what you do, Sony, put it out on Halloween and just let everyone be like, oh, we'll see Morbius on Halloween, it'll be funny. And we'll all dress up as Morbius. It's a Halloween movie. They just just release it at the wrong time. It's just like... Yeah, it's it's one of those cult classics that in years to come, it'll be looked back on fondly. <laughs> um, Sean, we're moving on to our next piece of news, and this revolves around Warner Brothers, your favourite, because yeah. the news has come out that the recent The Flash film has been shown at Warner Brothers, and they reportedly believe that The Flash is one of their best movies ever and that Ezra Miller will not be replaced in the DCU. I don't believe it. For the simple fact 
They're at the when I think it was Batman versus Superman. Uh, that got a ten minute say. standing ovation, apparently. Mm, and did. I've seen that movie, and it doesn't deserve ten minutes of seated time. So <laughs> to say that hey, the say first ten minutes are pretty good. First ten minutes are all right. Into the smoke. Oh, I arrived late. So <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> the thing is, like, I think I would not base my initial judgment of the Flash movie on the reception of people who are directly involved and are paid by the success of the Flash movie. Mm, mm. But at the same time, they're now saying it's so good, that the Flash is so good, that they're sticking with Ezra, even though he's an own mm. terrible person. Yeah. And just just outright saying, this is going to fucking kill at the box office. This is the next big thing. We're sticking with it. This is it. Now, as you said... Why would they tell you any different when the movie's coming out and it's their movie? <laughs> Does it make any sense? If they, I, I, I might give them more credit if they had watched it and then they put out a statement being like, <laughs> "We're a bit nervous about this one." We'll be honest. It's a bit fucking iffy, boys. This is this is give or take. I don't know to be honest. It's fucking shit in places. When is the Flash actually released? What when's it coming out here? I thought it was like October this year. I thought it was sooner, wasn't it? Flash released. Uh, I thought it was October or September. I th- it's June. It's what? the 23rd of June. This Wait. Wait, no. What? No, no way it, is it coming out. It's 23rd June 2023. Oh, okay. Whew. Why have we seen a trailer for that? Because it just. It's the greatest movie, Sean. What the. Why? Filming took place. (laughs) Filming took place between April and October 2021. (laughs) But you know what's better? In between that time, what do we have? Like a year? Like, Ezra's gonna assault at least four more people in in that year. And, like, nothing else is gonna happen with. I'm baffled by it. I thought that movie was coming out in like four weeks, man. Like I thought the movie was coming out this year for sure. Like why would they be bigging it up? Why would they say anything? Why have we seen so much of this movie? <laughs> There's no way. It must have gotten pushed forward. Are you sure? Is that Wikipedia? Is that, that the most li- reliable source of Wikipedia? I think it is. It's it was late to, uh, it was late to June twenty twenty three. Yeah, so it was okay, 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 okay. It was it was meant to be the June third, twenty twenty two. Then yes. it was delayed till November fourth, twenty twenty two. Right. After all, the release schedules had to be shifted for everything. Then uh, it moved to June of twenty twenty three. Oh, shit. This will tell you how much confidence they have in it. Is that it'll be on HBO Max forty five days after its cinema release. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I look I think they need to just do this every week I think they need to every single week for the next 12 months come out and be like i seen The Flash it's the fucking best movie I've ever seen honestly um, why are they showing it this far in advance though <laughs> <laughs> because I mean um, oh uh, because Black Adam is coming out they want that DCEU pump up so, so is Black Adam going to have a trailer for The Flash at the end of it? Yeah, I can only assume. I mean, it's a bold move. It was like because those those DC after credits things are some of the saddest things I've ever seen because they're just <laughs> they, they try 
to like set stuff up and they try to build hype but they're just like oh it's Henry Cavill's body double I guess standing there <laughs> We're always shitting at DC. And like, it I'm a, so easy. Like, I love DC, right? Because I'm, I'm a DC, I grew up on DC comic books. So, like, uh, Batman's my favourite character. Well, Nightwing is my favourite character. Yeah. Or, like, the Batman universe. But, lads, it's like when someone else is bullying your friend and you're like, ah, fuck, I need to write, though. <laughs> like, I know it's like, <laughs> Shit. Oh, fuck, that's a good one, <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> you, you have to admit that was funny. <laughs> like, John, I know, like, you're sad, but at the same time, it's fucking funny like fucking probably shouldn't have done that um, so, um, Sean moving on from the flash we finish off this week with the big trailer that I I told you to watch um, yep. by the way I told him at 10 o'clock this morning to watch oh it. he did oh and, he did but I didn't um, see those messages then he got on the call here and went oh fuck I forgot so that's the kind of level we're talking about here just professionalism up to the minute reporting is how I would it's, like to it's describe fresh. it it's fresh in your mind it's fresh in the COVID adult brain so I'm talking of course about the Black Adam trailer that came out this week it has arrived Dwayne Johnson The Rock catches yep. a rocket in the movie so I mean it's got to be good, right? Tell us what you thought about the trailer. I mean, look, if I didn't know that Black Adam was a bit of an anti-hero, fuck this trailer baits you over the head with it, doesn't it? <laughs> it's It's got a little bit of the Morbius, he can either save the city or he can destroy the city. Maybe that's it, is that I'm, I'm comparing it in my mind's eye to it's Mormon time. Yeah, of course. Uh, but the I genuinely... I think this looks like a really interesting movie. Like, it looks like a bit of fun. It looks a lot better than I thought it would. I thought um, this was going to be shocking. Yeah, I, I did too. But having seen this, I'm like, holy shit, this is, this looks really good. Um, yeah, now I'm going into this with some primers based on you doing Hero or Zeros on Black Adam and Atom Smasher and Dr. Fate and stuff like that. Yeah. For someone going in completely blind, I think there's going to be a lot to have to catch mm. up on in this That's movie. actually a very good point, because, like, yeah, we kind of talk about Hero Zeros, and we kind of do bits of run-throughs of these characters, but, like, I just said, yeah, someone, like, like someone just coming into the street, just be like, oh, Black Adam, the rocks and that. Yeah, I might go see it. Like, who the fuck are any of these people? Who is Adam Smasher? So I hope to do a good job of introducing them all. It's a lot of characters to get across at the same time. Um, yeah. I just want to say one thing, though. Pierce Brosnan, what an excellent-looking Doctor Fate. I mean, come on. Absolutely killing it. Does he have... Does he keep the Irish accent in it? I was trying to listen throughout the trailer. Does he ever? (laughs) Does he ever? Sometimes he does. Sometimes he's a little bit Irish in there. (laughs) It sneaks in. It sneaks in, like, one or two sentences, but he tries to keep up, like, the American accent a lot of time. Yeah, and the, the, how do you feel about the um, the look of Black Adam? I I think it looks pretty good. I mean, I I mean it's the Rock, so yeah, it's pretty great. He, he I mean he looks like the Rock, so he's massive. I really like the hood look. I think that's pretty. I cool. love yeah, I love the cape with the hood up. That whole thing, please. And keep all the that. holes in it. Um, yeah. The trailer obviously has the bit where it has to explain who the fuck he is. My kid died for me to live. Um, I was killed and then I was re-bro- reborn as this like superhero. All you have to kind of realise is Black Adam is basically Shazam. Um, they all have they have the exact same abilities. So yeah. they, they're they both like f- basically indestructible in every single way. Um, Black Adam... 
has a slightly different viewpoint on the world than Shazam does. So that's where they meet heads. Um, and my big question is, do you think The Rock will just be The Rock in this movie? I don't know. In, like, from the trailers, <laughs> he seems to be he seems to be angrier. But not like, you know when The Rock is angry and, like, Fast and Furious and that kind of stuff. Yeah. But he's very clearly confident The Rock underneath it. <laughs> yeah. I genuinely feel like he, he's playing anger and he's going to play a proper, like, sadness in and this he movie. Should. Yeah, because he's, it's a, he, he is a good actor. He's just, he's, he's just in generic action roles a lot he, of the time. He, like, he's, he's a good actor who's been typecast in yeah. the rock role. Um, and look, fair, like, he's probably absolutely fine with that. Like, it's, he's in all the biggest movies. That's what they want. They want The Rock. Oh, like highest grossing actor of all time. Yeah, like I'm sure he's fairly pleased with himself. Um, The main thing that stood out to me was I'm getting very like Hancock vibes from it. Mm. What I was getting was like, you have this hero who's basically indestructible. He doesn't really give a shit about what's going on. So you could kind of go two ways. Obviously, I'm skipping the whole bit of Hancock with the, like, secret love that oh, makes yeah. him weaker. All that stuff. We're not going to remember that. But the at the end of this movie, is he going to learn the value of friendship? Is he going to be like, maybe the world is worth saving? My God. I don't want him to. Like, no. I want this movie to end and he sees Shazam on the news and, like, he is like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kick the shit out of that child. <laughs> No, he's not a child. He's a grown man. No, but he knows. He knows. Yeah, he's but a child. he somehow knows. He has <laughs> Someone a sense. figured it out. Yeah, yeah and yeah, he's going to yeah, kick yeah. him the shit out of him more because he knows he's a kid. Um, what I I would like <laughs> the ending to be somewhere along the lines of like he starts off the movie, he just wants to destroy the world, and then mm-hmm. maybe towards the end of the movie, he realizes that instead of destroying the world, he wants to take over the world, and so he makes like the end of the movie is him making his own kingdom, that he's like I'm the king of this area and anyone that, who comes in here I'm going to fuck them up that that that's a nice way of doing and it it kind of it lessens him it turns him more into like a Doctor Doom kind of thing yeah. is that like he does want to help his people but he's going to use whatever fucked means he deems appropriate to do so and I mean you could you could absolutely do it the way that like his maybe the people in Egypt are getting attacked or like something's happening where they're just being destroyed and he's like alright well I'm just going to I'm going to step in here and you yeah. do not attack this area. What do you think the threat is in this movie? I don't know, is the but, thing. Because there's no like pre-established villain or anything. Not that there has to be, but there's no pre-established villain that they can use as, or anything as far like that. As, as far as I can tell, he's the villain. And so maybe along the lines of, okay, so there's going to be, a, there's going to be Black Adam. And then the JSA are going to be there. So you have Hawkman, played by Al, Aldous Hodge. Um, Dr. Fate, Pierce Brosnan, Cyclone is in it, Atom Smasher is there. Um, I think Mr. Terrific is in this movie. Um, so you've got, like, the JSA, they're all there. They're, like, the outright heroes. Yeah. Black Adam's there, who we think he's the villain, but I'm going to assume there's an even bigger big bad somewhere who wants to take over the world or so. And the JSA are going to be like, we can't defeat him on our own. We need to get him Black Adam to help us defeat the big bat. Right. Okay. I can, that, that's, I mean, that's just an absolute shot in the dark. I don't, I don't know for sure, but I mean, that's it, what I would probably do. Yeah, but that is the, the thing when you have a character that is so morally grey, mm. is that you can't really have them 
you can't have them go full evil, but you also can't have them go full good. They have to walk this weird little line throughout the whole movie. And we, we've talked about so many times when it comes to Shazam and Billy Batson up against The Rock. Which yeah. is, like, it's just a case of, like, if people like Black Adam, and they will because he's The Rock, when he goes into the Shazam 2 film and he's beating the shit out of Shazam, people are going to be like, well, I mean, it's The Rock. So I'm going to side with The Rock. Yeah, and like that is tough, but I guess if they can find common ground later on down the line, then maybe it doesn't matter. Like you can just be like, ah, oh, he's a bit of a shit, but he's a he's a good guy at the back of it all, you know. Unless you bring in Henry Cavill's Superman to fight him. I mean, would they though? Is no. Henry Cavill allowed to do that? No, they did. They still have a band. <laughs> not until you shave those sideburns and that moustache I yeah. shaved it just shave it again boy shave it again I think there's some contract thing that Netflix own Henry Cavill's face or something like that <laughs> and like until Witcher's finished that doesn't yeah. expire or something <laughs> they own his face but just his face you can have his yeah. body that's absolutely fine um, yeah I just uh, by the way I couldn't get over uh, Dr. Fate and I was like Pierce Brosnan Pierce you're looking well yeah. Just, he looks like the perfect Dr. Fate. Um, you don't see much of Atom Smasher, um, and you don't, you see a little bit of Hawkman. I think Hawkman looks pretty good. Um, the CGI could probably, they'll probably tweak it a little bit more the closer it gets, but the suit itself, I think, it looks pretty good. I think it's a cool design. I think it works with the world that they've like set up in the trailer. Um, mm. I think it doesn't look out of place, which is the best thing you can say about a big gold hawk suit. <laughs> <laughs> Wonder Woman <laughs> and also he caught a rocket so that's pretty good did catch a rocket that one time yeah, yeah. and then they, there was that funny bit where they rolled up the windows before oh, the rocket I went off it. that was oh, pretty good was, that was pretty funny, good wasn't it wasn't that um, good now lads a little bit of a joke <laughs> <laughs> like in the mood so, Sean I think that's it for this week's Movie Mondays what a week of news Connor would you like me to take us out yeah, please. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Movie Mondays. We will be back on Wednesday with Weird News Wednesday, Friday with Hero or Zero, and next Monday with another episode of Movie Mondays. Big thank you goes out to all of our patrons over on Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash Heroes for Hire podcast. $5 or more a month over there, you get access to all of our movie and TV show reviews that we've ever done. You also do get shout outs, of course, on the show. So massive thank you goes to Waffles, the magic undisputed king of Aotearoa, New Zealand, Kira Lawler, David Clark, Ed Ball, Joe Burney, Roisin the Wife Palmer, Ryan Technically Fine Evanson, Sean, Chuck It in the Wash and It'll Be Grand Jameson, Dominic, Josiah Florida Gal Green, Anna Hilmroos, Lil Dicky, Did Daredevil Snap When the Blip Happened, McGrew, Danny McLaughlin, Ray, I Can't Believe One That Did This, Sam, Michelle Brown, Michaela Doughty, Sackman41, and Frost. Thank you all. That list is getting longer. It's getting longer and longer, boys, and mm. I have limited lung capacity at the minute. <laughs> no, so. keep adding to it, everyone. Yes, oh, <laughs> I found another lung will be fine. <laughs> um, no, thanks everyone for the support. Thanks that like it's nice to see new people joining and people telling each other about the show. Uh, just one human being, mind you. Uh, just one please just one please Uh, and all look all the socials are linked down below Um, you can follow us on all of those merch store as well linked below and yeah best way ever to uh, ever help out the show is to tell one human being that we exist I know we already said it but how many people Connor? Uh, just two you fuck it two two this week why not Uh, I think that's about it (laughs) that's it you did it I had a panic attack at the end there (laughs) I will (laughs) so I'm the Connor Lawler I've been Sean Mead and we shall see you all next week bye bye
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.